Hey, Shalene, it's I just wanted to let you know that I've been listening to your podcast for over a year now. And I think you are amazing. You've helped me so much with all your episodes, especially the podcast on ADHD. I did not realize I had ADHD if it wasn't for you and your stories and explanations about it and all your talks and stuff. And because of you, I've gotten diagnosed with it. And I'm so happy because it's helped my family and my children to deal with it. And I just want to say thank you. I love your podcast. I listen to it all the time. And you've been wonderful. And I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful. Anyways, I keep listening to you and keep up the good work. I really appreciate it. What's going on? Hey, thanks so much for joining me here today on The Shaleen Show where today I'm going to help you figure out how to get rid of things. You know that's an option, right? You know you don't have to keep everything. You know you can actually throw some things away. I mean, you obviously know that there are certain things that can be resold. You could resell them and make some money. Certain things just need to be donated. Maybe it's just not worth it to you to list those things and to package them up and sell them. Some items, I guess you could give them to someone else you know who needs them if you don't want to donate them to a a charitable organization. But all too often, I think we forget that we have permission to just get rid of stuff, to actually even throw some things away. Today, I'm going to help you get over the guilt. I'm going to teach you a couple of questions that I'm hoping you will memorize or write down or put in your day planner. And you're going to remember these questions because it's going to help you break this habit, this cycle of hanging on to and hoarding things for the next generation and just creating all this chaos in our homes, chaos that we keep out of guilt or because we think for some reason it's incredibly wasteful. If we get rid of these things that we don't need, we don't want, we don't use, but yet they're still perfectly good. Okay, we're going to talk about all of those things and more today. Get excited. Every January, we tally up the things that we want to improve, whether it's losing weight or improving our relationships or our mental health. Well, this year, I'm going to encourage you not just to make mental health a goal, but to make it part of your routine. Whether you're having like complicated feelings about a friendship or your romantic relationship or you just need like a neutral third party to talk to, Talkspace Online Therapy will connect you to a licensed professional who actually knows what they're doing and they can help walk you through this. Okay, Talkspace is cool because they have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 different specialties. So whether it's anxiety or depression or eating disorders or relationships, they will match you with a therapist who will work with your schedule so that you can go to therapy when it's convenient for you. Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform. They have thousands of therapists. They're going to match you to the right person who can help you with your specific issues. Talkspace is going to work around your schedule. It's super convenient and it's therapy at a fraction of the cost a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy, and you get unlimited messaging with your therapist 24-7, five days a week. Now, I want you to make your mental health more than just a New Year's resolution with Talkspace. You can go to Talkspace.com and you're going to get $100 off your first month when you use promo code Shaleen at signup. Again, that's $100 off, Talkspace.com, promo code Shaleen. Or you can just simply download their app. But don't forget to use the code Shaleen because that's what's going to get you your $100 off your first month. 
Today's episode is also sponsored by my friends at Soul CBD. I'm super excited that they allowed me to co-develop a gummy that is a game changer when it comes to your sleep. Now, I wish I could read you all the messages I'm getting from people on Instagram, like unbelievable messages. People who said, Shalene, I've been taking Ambien for 10 years. I really was skeptical. I was like, oh, another gummy supplement. This probably won't be strong enough. This probably won't work for me. I've heard from people who are like, I have kicked my nighttime habit of drinking two glasses of wine at night to fall asleep. I mean, the messages I'm getting from people are so encouraging, which is why I am so excited that Soul CBD is a sponsor of the podcast and giving you guys 15% off at checkout on all of their products when you go to mysoulcbd.com forward slash Shaleen. That link is in our show notes, but again, it's mysoulcbd.com forward slash Shaleen. Now, I'm not promising you this is going to work for everybody, but I am overwhelmed with the number of people that this has been a game changer for them and almost everybody in their family, including my family. I'm just I'm encouraged because it's all natural. It's 100% organic. It's like three supplements in one. And I'm just going to tell you up front, this isn't your cheap run-of-the-mill, buy-it-at-the-grocery-store supplement. This is top quality. And like I said, this is three major ingredients. It's like three gummies in one because it's got CBD, it's got cannabinol, and it's got melatonin. And because it's a gummy, you can bite off the perfect dosage for you based on your needs. You won't wake up groggy, you'll wake up rested, and you're going to get more effective sleep. So check out the Nighttime Bestie, the Sleepy Gummy, by going to mysoulcbd.com forward slash Shaleen. That gets you your 15% off at checkout. By the way, that gets you 15% off of everything. All right, so let's talk about clutter stuff. The overwhelm, the pressure, the chaos, the sinking feeling that so many people tend to experience a heightened level of this time of year. And I think the new year is a time for reflection. It's a time when we ask ourselves, okay, what do I want to be different? And I think it's just pretty natural to look around and go, why do I have all this stuff? Also, after the holidays, like you just have accumulated more things. And so it's not uncommon for us to go, we've got, you know, new clothes and new shoes and new items and gifts and things that people have given us. And so we're bringing more into the house whether it's just you or other family members, and you suddenly start to realize it doesn't feel good. It feels overwhelming. It fills us with anxiety. It affects our mental health. Y'all, clutter is no joke. Clutter kills productivity. It kills our mojo. It kills motivation. It is impossible to have a clear mind when you have a cluttered environment. I've talked about this endlessly, and it's something I do every single year is this annual declutter project is what I call it, and it's free. And I think this is like the sixth year that I've done it. And whenever I do this, I do this for myself too. I mean, I'm a a very organized person. I have had to develop systems to work with my ADHD. If I didn't have these systems in place, I wouldn't be where I am today. I've created them because out of necessity, not because I want people to come over to my house and think that I'm organized. I've created them because if I don't have these things in place, I can't focus. If my house is in chaos, if I have too many things and there's distractions everywhere, I can't be my best. I can't do my best. I can't start a project. I can't give my all. I can't focus. And I know the same is true for you. So I don't want to belabor this point. I know you know how detrimental 
all of the things you have in your house, in your kitchen, on the kitchen counter, at the front door, in the garage, like, you know all the places. And I just want you for a moment to recognize and own the fact that it is causing problems. It's causing problems in so many areas that you probably have overlooked and it's time to do something about it. Normally this time of year, what I do is I release a series of audios and I walk you through the process of learning how to do this. It is a process that almost everyone, even the most organized professional organizer, needs to revisit this exercise. And it's really what it is. It's a process. There's a big difference between cleaning up, tidying up, organizing, and actually decluttering. Those four things, they're all different. And what most people do when they feel overwhelmed is they start to tidy up and organize. But doing that doesn't help you to declutter. And it's the clutter. It's all the things that you have. It's the things that are tucked away in the back of your garage that you're holding on to because you're like, well, at some point we might need this. Or at some point, someone might be able to use this. Or this is perfectly good. This juicer that I bought when everyone was having that juicing craze or this air fryer, like it's perfectly good and we might use it at some point. Like all these things that we hold on to, you don't realize it, but they just keep weighing on your subconscious. All of those things that we're holding on to for the whole myriad of reasons that we do. Well, my mom gave it to me. Well, this card is special because it's the last card I received from my father before he passed away. Or I can't get rid of this rocking chair because it was my great grandmother's, even though it doesn't match my decor, even though I don't even like it. I can't get rid of it. That 10-year-old laptop, I can't throw that away because it's got data on it or it could be valuable to somebody else. We all do this. I'm, I'm not trying to point fingers at anybody. I'm just saying we all do this. And that's why it is so important. At least once a year, you go through this exercise. You revisit the systems, the process, and it is a process where there's a specific order in which to do things so that you actually get rid of things. I'm not interested in helping you get things organized and not getting rid of anything because that's not going to help you. You'll never have a house that's big enough. You'll never have enough space if you don't learn how to get rid of things. So today, I'm going to walk you through a series of questions, mindsets, and practices that are going to help you learn the very valuable skill of an abundance mindset, of getting rid of things. That's truly like hanging on to things. That's a scarcity mindset. And I know you know that a scarcity mindset is not helping you. It's not helping anyone in your family. And remember, especially if you're a parent, your kids, even your grown kids, especially your grown kids, they are learning whether to have a scarcity mindset or an abundance mindset. They're learning that from you. And you holding on to things because maybe someday when I lose 15 pounds, I might want to go back and wear this pair of jeans from nine years ago. That's a scarcity mindset. You're teaching them that they won't be able to afford nice things. That's what you're teaching them. You're teaching them, hold on to everything because things could be taken away from you. We don't want to do that. So let's untether those limiting beliefs. Again, this is something I have to do every single year, first of the year. It's very important to me, and I encourage you to do this with me. This year, I've made the declutter project even easier for you to follow along. All you have to do is right now while you're listening to the podcast, you can click on the link at the top of the show notes that says shaleen.com forward slash declutter. Okay, just do it while you're listening and you'll pop in your name, 
your email address, and what I'm going to send to you for free is a workbook to help you walk through this process, along with the audio coaching to teach you the order in which to do this, like how to do this, where to start, how to do this when you you don't have any time, how to make this work when your family, it feels like they're working against you, and maybe your significant other is a borderline hoarder, no joke. How do you get everybody on the same page? Where to start, how to do this, how to manage your time, everything from nuts to bolts. I'm gonna walk you through it. It's free. Like this is my gift back to you. This can be a a mentally freeing, life-changing experience. Like you can permanently change the way you feel. I'm not gonna try to make you a minimalist. I'm not gonna force you to get rid of things that you're not ready to get rid of, but I am gonna free you. I'm gonna free you from the burden of all the things that you're holding on to. So join me in the project. Again, it's free, other than you just have to give me your email address. And I'm gonna send you the workbook and the audios that'll walk you through the process. And I think you're gonna love that because obviously you're already a podcast listener. So this is kind of like how you learn anyways. Listen, here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna start listening to these audios and you're gonna be so jacked up and inspired to kick some butt and declutter and minimize the chaos you have in your home. Again, that link is in our show notes, but in case you wanna just type it in, you can go to your browser, the podcast will keep playing. Just go to your browser and type in shaleen.com forward slash declutter. All right, let's talk about getting rid of things. I think one of the most important things I can tell you to do is to make sure you're also following me on my stories on Instagram because I am definitely offering a lot of daily tips there as well as like little organizational tools that might be helpful to you. But one of the things I posted today on Instagram, just a series of questions that I think are going to help you to shift your mindset. So let me ask you these questions and I just want you to answer them in your head. Okay. First question is, what mindset do you believe leads to greater prosperity for you and your family? A, a mindset of abundance, or B, a scarcity mindset. Next question. If you were to lose the weight or get in shape or, you know, have your dream body, which of these options sounds better to you? A, new fashionable items actually flatter your new physique, or B, your old skinny clothes that are no longer in style? Newsflash, you are however many years old older now than you were when you were that other person who was wearing those skinny clothes or whatever you want to call them. Your body's going to be better and your body's going to be different. You evolve. Fashion evolves. (laughs) What a disservice you would do to yourself to go back and wear clothes that were in style three years ago, four years ago, nine years ago. I don't know. You don't want to do that. You want to celebrate your success by wearing clothes that actually flatter your new physique, that say to the world, this is me today, not this is me trying to go back in time. Next question. When I want to access a specific memory, what would be more convenient? Looking at a video or a photo of it on my phone? Or trying to find this item in a storage box in the back of the garage? Next, which would you rather experience? Okay, here are your choices. Would you rather experience the occasional temporary inconvenience of not having that thing that you once had and you got rid of? 
Or B, would you rather experience the constant overwhelm and anxiety that comes from hanging on to everything because you're certain at some point in the future you might need that thing, which, by the way, you won't be able to find when you need it anyways. Which would you rather? An occasional temporary inconvenience or constant overwhelm and anxiety? Now, I hate to point fingers at our parents, but I'm telling you, so many of these habits we've learned from our parents. You know, it's probably your mom had her grandmother's china, even though some of it was chipped and no one ever used it. But because it was an heirloom and she was given it, like you learned from her to hang on to things that you don't use because they belong to somebody else who was important in your life. That is such an outdated scarcity mindset. And your kids are not going to want your heirlooms either. There's so many different decluttering and organizational styles. And you've got to find the one that works for you. I'm sure you're familiar with Marie Kondo. But one I really like because it helps me to let go of things is the Swedish death style of decluttering. And I know that sounds very morbid. But basically, it's to look at things and say, if I were to pass away tomorrow, is there someone in my life who would want this particular item, who would long to have this particular item? And 99.9% of the answers are going to be no. Do we really want to leave our loved ones with the burden of cleaning out our junk drawer and cleaning out all these like stupid things that we've been hanging on to because... They have value. We've got to do something with them. Get rid of them. You've got some options. Number one, you can resell them. So here's one thing I recommend because I know many of the things that you're holding on to, you're holding on to them because they work. It's perfectly good. It's a perfectly good crock pot. We just haven't used it in five years. You get a giant set of plastic bins and just start putting all those things in those plastic bins. Then you have two options. You can resell those things on Facebook Marketplace or where have you. Or you can take them and donate them where they could be put to good use. But you can't just keep holding on to these things out of guilt or because of money that you've already sunk into them. It's not wasting money to get rid of them. It's actually wasting mental energy to keep them and keep moving them around and keep storing them. And then like, I mean, how many times have I met someone who said, Shalene, I've moved three times and each time we have, we accumulate more and more boxes that we haven't even opened. Can I give you a little hint? Don't open them. If you think that there's something important in there and you haven't needed to go find it in the last three years, let somebody else just throw that box away. You won't miss it. Those papers that you've been hanging on to, that warranty, guess what? If you, for some reason, need the warrant, like, first of all, have you ever used a warranty on an item that you've ever bought, ever? My answer is no, never once. And the, I think maybe maybe one time I tried to do it and it didn't even work. Option one is you can take a photo of it with your iPhone, create a new album in your photo roll, right, in your camera roll, create a new album that's called warranties. Take a picture of the warranty, throw the warranty away. The bills that you think you have to hang on to, the paperwork, the kids' schoolwork, why are you hanging on to those things? Get freaking rid of it. I hear from moms all the time and dads who say like, well, I'm holding on to these things. Oh, because I feel guilty to get rid of them. You shouldn't feel guilty to get rid of them. You should feel guilty to hang on to them because what you're teaching your children is bad habits. You're teaching them how to hang on to pointless 
needless clutter. If you want to remember that special finger painting that little Susie made, take a picture of it on your iPhone. Take a video of it if you want. Create a separate album called Little Susie's Art and Homework and take pictures of that stuff. Newsflash, she's never going to want to see it. I mean, like when my parents show me things that they saved from when I was a little kid, I'm like, oh, that's cute. But like, what am I going to do with it? I'm not going to take it home. I'm not going to post it anywhere. Like, it, you know, it's interesting, but it would be just as interesting and it would be even more useful and more practical if they had a photo of it on their phone. The same is true of all your photo albums. Now, you can send your photo albums off to a company like Legacy or you can buy a scanner and you can scan these things. Forget buying a scanner. You can just open up your smartphone. All smartphones, iPhones and Androids all now have a scan feature. You can turn that document into a PDF. You can scan your photos, your receipts, your important documentation. If you're afraid to let go of it, if you're certain that there's no way for you to get another copy of it, which, again, I can't imagine a situation where you couldn't get another copy if you needed to, and you're certain you couldn't, well, then take a photo of it with your camera and store it under documents. It's not that hard. You're not going to get audited. If you do get audited, I doubt that the things that you're saving, the receipts that you're saving, you're saving them because you paid for in cash. You likely paid for them with a credit card, in which case there's already a digital record of that. You don't need to hang on to those receipts in the very unlikely event that you get audited. Personally, we've been audited several times. And to this day, we don't hold on to even one receipt. Why? Because if and when we get audited again, we just go back through our credit card statements and we take photos of anything that we might need for future documentation. It's time to go paperless. All of your bills should be electronic. Get rid of your magazine and newspaper subscriptions. You're not using them anyway. Throw your old magazines away. Throw those catalogs away. You keep holding on to them because you think at some point you're going to go through it because that was kind of interesting, and I folded over a couple of pages of things that I want, but you don't need more things. So throw it away. You're going to feel so good. Just walk over to that big, giant stack of catalogs and magazines and just toss them. Throw them away. Those books, those books that you're, some of them you haven't read, and some of them have been signed by the author. Who cares? If you're not going to reread them, and if they aren't like part of your decor, like I have some books in my office that are part of my decor. Like I have a whole shelf that is white books and a whole shelf that is pink books. It's part of my decor, but I'm not hanging on to them to read those books. So all the books that people send to me, and I would say I probably get sent probably five or six books per week, you know, because of the podcast, et cetera, because of my social media following, people constantly send me my their books, hoping that I will promote it on my stories or talk about it, et cetera. And Sometimes it's people that I know. And at first I used to hang on to them like, well, what if sometime at some point they come over to my house? Well, if somebody comes over to my house, they're not going to ask me, hey, where's that book I sent you? You know what I'm saying? So I got to get rid of them. I give them to other people or I just donate them. The only books that I keep are the ones that they literally are part of my decor. If I need to access that book again, I'm more often than not, I've already purchased it on Audible and or the Kindle version. I promise you will not be referencing your old college textbooks. Sell those puppies. Donate them. Get rid of them. You know those little cords that come with absolutely every USB charging device? Why do you have 90 of those? 
that same USB charging cord works on every single item you have. Like, do you really need 90 of those things? I would think three or four of those would be sufficient. Now I want you to think about all of those things that you're holding on to, whether it's clothing, appliances, tools, gadgets, that old light fixture, the toys your kids played with two years ago and now they've outgrown, the old rug that you replaced and it's now sitting in your garage. Like, Think of all of those things that you're holding on to because maybe someday you or someone you know might need it. Think about all those things you're holding on to and how often have you actually found those things to be useful? I would bet less than 1% of the time. In fact, I polled my Instagram audience and said, how often do you actually go back and use one of those things that you've stuffed away in a drawer or in the garage or in a box because it was too good to throw away or someone that means a lot to you gave it to you? How often do you actually go back and use those things? It's very rare. That's what you said on my Instagram stories, and I know that to be true. It's very rare that we ever go back and use these things. So we hang on to them, we hang on to them, and we hang on to them. And maybe eventually we get rid of them. I want you to get in the habit of getting rid of things now, being okay with it. Every time you throw something away or put it in the donate pile, I want you to feel a sense of abundance. I want you to say out loud, I don't need this because I have enough. I'm abundantly blessed and somebody else needs this more than me, but I don't need this. My life is so full, but I need to make room for the things I truly want, the things I truly desire. And I don't have room for those things in my life. And God is not going to bless me with those things if I'm hoarding all of these things that I don't truly desire, that don't truly give me joy, that I am not going to use. I'm not using now And the likelihood of me ever using them in the future is so slim that by holding on to these things, I'm holding on to the past. I'm holding on to a scarcity mindset. I'm holding and hoarding things that I don't use. Therefore, I don't need, I don't deserve, and they're just weighing me down. And I need to make space for the big, important things that I desire, the things I truly want, the things that will bring me joy, the things that I've been praying for, the things that I've been working towards. I need to make room for that. And so I'm okay with the fact that somebody just sent me this, this is a true story. Someone just sent me a, thank you very much, if it was you, a stapler in the shape of a high heel. Well, that's nice, but it's clutter. And, and I already have a stapler, so I put it in the donate pile. A friend just recently sent me a baseball cap, t-shirt, and sweatshirt with the logo of their company on it. Well, I'm not going to wear any of those. I already have too many hats, I already have too many t-shirts, and I already have too many sweatshirts. So I donated them. Now, am I going to tell that person I donated them? Nope. And are they going to actually like wonder why I haven't worn those things? No. And if they do, that's their problem. And frankly, if it's someone who really cares about me, then I've received the message. I received the intent behind the gift. The intent was for me to feel appreciated. The intent was for them to know or for me to know that they're thinking of me. And that's the intent behind the gift. So the intent was received. And now I can donate the gift. I know that their intent was not to overwhelm me, to clutter my environment, to create anxiety and to, you know, crowd my space and to make me feel worse. But that's what clutter does. Clutter makes us feel worse. And no one who gives you a gift is that their intent. So it is okay to feel the intent behind the gift and then give the gift away or donate it or throw it away if you need to. Okay, finally, I'm going to run through a list of things that you just need to get rid of right now. The first is 
plastic silverware and plates that have been in your pantry for forever and you're just hanging on to them. That would also include those condiment packets that you get from fast food restaurants. Just get rid of them. Throw them away. You know what else you need to throw away? You need to throw away all of those mismatched or the warped food containers. You know, the ones that you put it, you weren't supposed to put it in the dishwasher and you did and now it's all warped. Just get rid of it. P.S. Make sure you're following me on Instagram stories because I shared, I'm sharing things that are much better uses of space and they're very, very affordable. But if you've got like a bunch of like really nice Tupperware and you've got all these different sized lids and tops and ugh, it takes up so much space and they're all, st- just get rid of it. Get rid of everything that's in your pantry that's expired. Just throw it away. Throw out all the newspapers. Every time you pick up a pen and it doesn't write well, throw it away. Throw away the broken pencils, the broken crayons, the broken markers, throw them away. Throw away all those like half little bits of craft projects and supplies. Throw those away. Throw away the power cords that you've got five of them. You don't need them. When you get a power cord, label it immediately. I love the Brother P-Touch. I don't know if you guys know what that machine is. I'll, I'll post that to my Instagram stories too. But it's this like little labeling machine. And I label cords so that I... I'm not wondering, like, what is this the cord to? And by the way, there are lots of cords that will work for multiple devices, so you don't need multiple cords. Throw away or donate old digital devices, whether it's phones or iPads. Sell that stuff, man. That stuff sells for a ton. But if you're not going to take the time to do it, then destroy those items by either submerging them in water or just, like, smacking them with a hammer. Because some of them, you know, I get it. You don't want to get rid of them because even though it's a laptop that's 10 years old, at one point it had your important data on it. Okay, fine. Then destroy the device if you're not willing to sell it. Get rid of all of your receipts. You don't need them. Take a picture of them if you feel like you need them. You don't need them for an audit. No one's going to return that item. If they need to return that item, you can take a picture of it. It'll be on your phone. Old greeting cards. Again, I know it was sentimental because so-and-so wrote you this card. It was something special at the time. But just take a picture of the inside of it and save it to a special album on your phone. I promise you it will give you more joy and you will see it more often there than you will in this giant stack of papers that right now are not bringing you joy. They're bringing you overwhelm. I also want you to get rid of all of your mismatched socks. (laughs) It's been six months. That other sock is not going to show up. I can tell you where it's at. Monkey stole it. My chihuahua loves to steal socks. She has your other mismatched sock, and I'm not going to send it back to you. So just throw the other one away. Get rid of your eyeglasses that have the wrong prescription. Donate those immediately. There's lots of places you can donate those. Donate the old sunglasses. You haven't worn them. Why are you collecting them? Get rid of them. Your old tennis shoes. Why do you have a collection of your old tennis shoes? You're wearing the same two pairs or same pair every single day. So get rid of all the other ones. Get rid of all those old tarnished accessories, costume jewelry that is more than five years old is no longer in style. So just get rid of it so you've got room for new stuff. Get rid of old clothing that no longer fits you. When I say get rid of it, you know what I mean by that. I mean either sell it or donate it. Okay, those are your two options. Look at it and just say to yourself, is this worth hanging on? I've been holding on to this for two years, three years. I'm not even going to give you the six-month rule because I know most of you are like, that That won't even work. Because even at six months, you're like, yeah, I still might wear it later this year. All right. If you haven't worn it in two years, girl, 
you know you need to get rid of it. And here's what we do. We look at these items and we say, well, but if I were invited to a picnic in the middle of the summer near the beach, I could see myself wearing this to that event. No, you won't. No, you won't. Because if it's something special, you and I both know you want something new or you want something that's cute and fashionable. And you've already spent like two years without wearing that item. So just freaking get rid of it. Get rid of all those extra buttons, you know, all those like little buttons and pins and assortment of strange things that are in your junk drawers. Get rid of your old makeup. Oh my gosh, you've got so many different compacts that are basically the same color and you you just use those two shadows and you're still, why are you still hanging on to that big giant compact when you've already bought like six more compacts since then? Get rid of it. Get rid of old towels, old bedding. I think this is something we get from our grandmas. I know my grandma did this. Like, I don't think she ever threw away a towel or ever threw away a sheet or anything. And that's a habit I've recently had to break. Like recently, I'm like, wait a second. Why do I have these towels that have, so I I like a dark towel because otherwise I get my self-tanner all over it. So I like to buy like dark gray towels. But recently I was like putting our laundry away. I'm like, and I was folding the towel in such a way that you couldn't see the bleach stain on one part of the towel. I'm like, why am I doing this? (laughs) Why am I like hanging onto this towel that's got bleach stains on? When I have so many towels, it's like bursting out of my linen closet. Time to declutter. Now, those are something that I definitely suggest, especially when it comes to bedding and towels. Don't eat that stuff, man. How many Apple remotes do you have? How many dumb old TV remotes do you have? Just get rid of them. Get rid of all of the old lotions and sunblocks and medicines that are expired. Get rid of all of your old prescriptions that are expired. Why are you holding on to VHSs and CDs and CD-ROMs or cassette tapes? Get rid of it. Nobody wants it. Get rid of it. You know you can see all that stuff on demand now, so just please get rid of it. Get rid of all of the manuals that you might need for any products, like anything, like whether it's a camera or a printer, etc. All of those manuals are now available online. You just have to go to the product website, so there's no reason for you to hang on to all of those things. Get rid of anything that is broken or chipped You've convinced yourself that at some point, if you have enough time, you would repaint it or fix that shit. You haven't. So just get rid of it. It's not the project that you're going to prioritize the next time you've got a little extra time. So just get rid of it. You know what else I want you to get rid of? Everything that you have since replaced. So you know how you bought that new lamp and you got rid of the one that you couldn't stand, but you're still hanging on to the one you couldn't stand. It's in the garage. Get rid of that. Do you really need 400 mismatched glasses? I mean, there's four people in your family. Why do you have six different types of plates with 12 in each set? (laughs) Like, you know, you've got enough cutlery for an army because you've been collecting things and it's mismatched and it's taking up massive amounts of space. Get rid of it. You know, when we walk into a new model home and you're like, wow, wow, if I lived here, my life would be serene. I would keep the shelves like this where there's just one book pleasantly displayed in the middle. And on the next shelf, there's just one plant. And then two shelves down from that, there's a candle, a small stack of books, and a photograph of the imaginary family that lives here. And you think to yourself, yeah, if we lived here, this is how we would live. But what happens? People move into those homes, and they just start collecting and collecting and collecting and collecting. And it feels overwhelming. But which house made you feel, which environment 
actually made you feel peaceful. The environment you're living in now with all the things, all the things you bought, all the things you've collected, all the things that are like stuffed everywhere. Or does it feel much more peaceful when there's fewer things? Fewer things is the answer. Trust me, your girl likes to shop, your girl likes things. But the trade-off is, because I like things, I got to get rid of things. So I'm constantly getting rid of things and moving into a much smaller house. Like the house that we live in now is one third the size of the house that we raised our children in. I'm not complaining, but by comparison, it is much smaller. And here's what it taught me. Living in this house taught me I don't need to hoard. Because in our last house, it was 12,000 square feet and it had massive amounts of storage, just like storage upon storage upon storage. It was insane. And what did I do? I filled every single inch of it with things that I didn't need and they were put away in closets, they were put away in storage. And many of those things, once they were put away, I never saw them again until we moved out. It took us almost a year to empty that house. I'm not even joking. And so much of it we just threw away because then we were under a time crunch and there was no time to even sell most of these things. So talk about a waste. And I learned from that that I would never do that to myself again. So now I don't buy things in bulk. If there's something I want, then I have to get rid of something that I have. The exception is pillows. I'm working on it. I'm not telling you I'm perfect. I'm not telling you I'm perfect. I'm telling you I'm getting better. We're all getting better. And one of the ways that we do this is by revisiting this exercise at least once a year. So I'm telling you, even if you've done this with me last year and the year before and the year before and the year before, do this with me again because you deserve it. You deserve to feel a sense of peace, a sense of calm. So go ahead and download the workbook and the audios that go with it. Go to shaleen.com forward slash declutter. And then please be sure to follow along on my Instagram stories. All right. Because I'm dropping tips there every single day. I hope this is super helpful. I know that we're all in the same boat together. Don't feel guilty. Don't feel embarrassed. Don't feel like you're the only one. Like even the most organized professional organizers have to do this. It's a process. It's ongoing. Obviously, the better we can be about developing habits, which you're going to learn in the series when you, you know, join the declutter project those habits make these things stick, but it's also about changing our mindset. So thank you for listening because that's all part of the process. Speaking of which, oh my gosh, you guys, I have some really, really good podcasts coming up for you. I can't wait for you to hear them. But in the meantime, let's get ourselves decluttered. I love you. I mean it. I'm not going to pronounce the T because I've been reading your comments in the pod squad and I, I guess I do that. I guess I said, I love you. I mean it. I didn't know I overpronounced the T, but now I'm all self-conscious. So I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon. If you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to make sure you are subscribed and following along. The Shaleen Show is available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and most every podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a five-star review and tell us specifically what you enjoyed. We'd love to know. The Shaleen Show is released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. For Tuesdays and Thursdays, be sure to follow and subscribe to Shaleen's other podcast, Build Your Tribe, which she co-hosts with her son, Brock Johnson. It's all about business, social media, and marketing, and devoted to helping you make more money and live more life. Links to anything referenced in today's episode, as well as show sponsors and other podcasts, can be found below in our show notes.